Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 313. My life has been anything but dull so far, believe me. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. 2015 marks Covercraft's 50th anniversary. They've manufactured premium quality exterior and interior covers here in the United States with a reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit with over 80,000 patterns and growing. You can choose from dozens of fabric options and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicle. Made in the USA, Covercraft is the right choice. I've protected my special rides with their covers for over 40 years, and you should too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today, I am so excited to introduce a very special returning guest here on Cars Yeah, Harold Cleworth. Harold, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready to go. Yes, bring it on. All right. Harold Cleworth is known as the painter laureate of the car. His lifetime of work graces homes, offices, and galleries around the world. He's painted album covers for the Rolling Stones and The Who, and automotive pieces for manufacturers, celebrities, drivers, and enthusiasts who commission paintings of their automobiles. He's created upwards of 300 works on canvas over the years, and thousands of posters and prints. Harold has just released a new book, An Artful Life. It's his legacy and represents his lifetime of work that represents his style and masterful impressions of the automobile over time. I had the distinct pleasure of interviewing Howard back on July 1st in 2014 when he appeared on Cars Yera as my 22nd guest, and it's wonderful to welcome back to talk about this new book. So, Harold, welcome back to Cars Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. And I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. And before we get into the questions here, would you take a little bit of time and share a little bit more about your career and talk a little bit about this great new book you've produced, An Artful Life? Well, you know, I've been asked over the past few years, when, is the book, when are you going to do a book, How? For God's sake, you've done all these paintings. How about a book? And of course, you know, it takes a lifetime to get from that point to where you have enough work to actually be ready to fill a book. Sure. You know, I've been doing this since 1974, and I was probably ready maybe uh, 20 years ago. I had enough work to fill it. In fact, in my book, there's only about half the amount of work that I've done over the past 40 years. Mm-hmm. I think it's about 150 paintings, and I've done around 300. Wow. So I had to be selective. And I think it came to that point to where I was comfortable with my work. You know, I was, I was finally getting it down. <laughs> you were, you know, finally <laughs> figuring out what I was doing. Hey, finally yeah. I'm getting it right here, you know. And the other paintings that I'd done in the past that I was, I, I just assumed flushed down the toilet and some that I was very proud of. So it, I was speaking to my assistant maybe about two years ago, and I said, listen, it's about time we yeah, sorted this book thing out. Let's start, shall we? Yes. This was two years ago. So we actually sat down and started with a blank piece of paper, 
got all my images out. I had fortunately taken transparencies of all the paintings that I'd done over the years. Good. And uh, thank God for that. Yes. um, then we had to sort of start grouping them, selecting them. So we, we that was the start, just getting all the images together and looking at them and figuring out what the book was going to look like. You know, I didn't just want it to be a bunch of car pictures. Uh, because for one thing, I, 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 don't, I paint airplanes, I paint steam trains, World War II planes, landscapes, cityscapes. My work is very, I'm known as a guy who paints cars, but I, I always wanted to show people the other works, the other side of me. You know, right. a lot of people say, "Well, I've seen your cars, but what else do you do?" <laughs> so um, the book now shows that. And uh, so we spent two years putting it all together and making a dummy of the actual book, which uh, my assistant did all the research. But you know, there were lots of cars that I'd photographed. I didn't know what the hell it was half the time. You know, I knew what model it was, but you know, in terms of the year, or whatever. So he was able to do a lot of research and get everything right, you know, which was very important. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure of looking through the book, and it is absolutely spectacular. And I, I don't know how you go about choosing. It's like choosing your favorite child, I would guess, which is impossible. <laughs> but how you choose— It was difficult. Yeah, yeah, how you choose the images go in this book. But it, it's so wonderful. And you and I spoke at Pebble Beach last year, and— Pebble Beach yes. is coming up this weekend, the time that this show will air to Cars, yeah, I guess, will be on the 13th of August. And, uh, of course, Pebble Beach is is coming up in a few days, and you'll be there again, I mm-hmm. assume. But yep. you were talking about the this book being in process and kind of raising your eyebrows going, oh, my gosh, this is a huge project. Oh, a daunting task. Yes. Daunting. Yes. I didn't want to do it chronologically. Um, that wasn't uh, important to me. You know, this, you know, it was a question of grouping all of the images and the cars, the types of cars they were, the American cars, the European cars, the, the British, the, the, uh, the Italian, the German. All of those had to be uh, uh, woodies and motorcycles. And I wanted to have chapters in the book showing all of these different types of cars that I've, and I've embraced over the past few years. So that's that's what took the time, and uh, we figured it out. I love reading the introduction where you actually say, "I really don't care if I make a dime on this book. I just <laughs> wa- I just wanted to get it out there and show the people the breadth and depth of work I've done, and uh, definitely right. yeah. definitely you've done that in a masterful way. So kudos to you Thanks. and your assistant and all the people that helped you put this together. It's just yeah. absolutely fantastic, and we'll be talking a little bit more about this book as we. Move Along, An Artful Life is the title, a very wonderful play on words as well. But I always mm-hmm. like to start, if you recall, by asking my guests for a success quote. This is something that's been inspirational for you. Being an artist, inspiration is a key part of your life, but it's a great yeah. way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Harold, take the wheel. Well, in terms of a quote, it's hard Inspiration is a visual thing. You know, um, I can walk down the street and see something that uh, is part of the street that I see, or maybe it could be some graffiti on the wall that I would like to use in the background. I was watching um, TV um, in the NASCAR race um, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was inspired to see the movement of cars, which is something I've never really tackled very well in the past. Mm. So in terms of answering your question of what an inspirational quote, it's not something I can come up with. Like I say, inspiration is visual for me. I actually, in fact, you'll see a painting um, at Pebble Beach of my first successful attempt at movement because all of my cars are static. I'm a realist painter. How, how do I show that movement? You know, how do I? And uh, 
I succeeded by photographing NASCAR off the TV and showing those blurred images that whiz by you. And uh, I I did it. Yeah. That was a, one, a very proud moment for me. And uh, so you will see movement for the first time. Well, I can't wait to see that at the, at the Pebble Beach show. Fantastic. Yeah, it's really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this journey of how this book came to be. Could you share with me, you talked about friends that were kind of nudging you and pushing you to create this book. Oh, but yeah. Is there a, a moment in time when you had to sit down and say, you know what, I've got to create this. An artful life has to come to life. Yes. It was actually finding the right publisher mm. was very key for me. Um, we were, like I said, my sister and I produced a dummy of the book. And, okay, what do we do now? Let's go, let's slap it around. Let's go to various printers and see what, see what feedback we get. And I went to a couple of printers and slapped the dummy book. And they said, oh, yeah, we can print that. Leave it here. I said, no, that's, that didn't seem right somehow. Mm. I want you to inject something. I want you to add something to this. I want your, you know, I want your help not just me bringing a book in and you print it. Mm-hmm. So um, fortunately, we were at Sid Mead's house about three years ago. And um, he has a Christmas party every year. And um, the publishers of his book were there, Scott and people from uh, Design Studio Press. And I got to chatting with them. And uh, I thought, these guys seem great. And they said, yeah, well, let's, let's see what you've got. So we went over. And the moment I walked in and saw the books they had published, not only Sid's, but all the other automotive books, I knew I was with the right people. Ah. And they have been remarkable in terms of contributing so much visually to my book. They sp- every day they'd be calling me and asking me a question about one car or another car. They would come over to my house and spend a whole day interviewing me. Wow. And, asking, and it, was, it was remarkable. So that was, for me, a turning point, was finding the right guys. And boy... Thank God I did, because they have done a marvelous job. <laughs> oh, fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Well, I would assume putting a project like this together, as you've mentioned, is daunting. So I'd love for you to share oh, with yeah. our audience. Let's, let's take a look at down the road as you were putting this together and share one of the huge challenges you faced in putting this together. And, and tell us what that challenge was, and then how did you overcome that challenge, and what did you learn from it? Um, well, the challenge was... Uh, making the book interesting, not only about my work, but about me too. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I didn't, like I said, just want a whole bunch of car pictures. This is a 57 Chevy. This is, that would be dull. Uh, I have a good story too to tell. My life has been anything but dull so far, believe me. You know, I've lived in London in the 60s. I lived in the Haight-Ash in the 70s in San Francisco, uh-huh. which is where I started my career as a painter. Uh-huh. And uh, since then, in Venice, California. So yeah. where it's my story is good. I wanted to get that. I didn't want a lot of copy, a lot of uh, reading, mm-hmm. but I wanted uh, passages to work. You could get a sense of who I am as well as what I do. That was important to me. That book does that, too. Oh, absolutely. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And, and as the the little bit of time I've had the pleasure of spending with you, not only talking with you here on Cars Yeah, but meeting you at uh, automotive events like Pebble Beach, I, I think you've done a great job with that because it gives a, a hint and flair of the of the, yeah. the wonderful person that you are, a very eclectic yeah. person. And, you know, you talk about all yeah, these places you know. you've lived. I mean, you've had a pretty darn exciting life, so. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, a lot of the cars reflect that life. Yes. You know, a lot of the, my subject matter. Like I say, I, I World War II planes, I recall 
the sound of World War II planes you know, after the end of Second World War. Oh, goodness. Going over my house, bombing Manchester. So that sound oh, I still hear. Wow. And I went to school on steam trains, you know. So it was all there before I even considered sitting down to paint what be, what would become my muse, which was the automobile. It was already there. Definitely, so it, it, definitely. The, the machinery, the, you know, the, the industrial north of England, which is where I was raised, that was my... It, it, that's where it came from. Yeah, my well, father's My father drove a bus for 50 years, for God's sake, and he used to show <laughs> me the beauty and the aesthetics of machinery, you know, thinking maybe I'd become a mechanic or something. But no, it's uh, that provided me with my news. Fabulous. Much later on, and, you know, I, only, I was 32 before I started to paint for a living wow. anyway. Wow, well, it's and fabulous. <laughs> it's just fabulous, yes. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share... One of those aha moments you came up with during the process of producing this book and putting it together, it's, it's kind of a time, I like to say, when the headlights came on and illuminated your way for this idea or a direction you had with this book. Could you share that aha moment with us? Um, I can pin it at one. It'd be impossible. But uh, <laughs> it was, I think, once we finished the dummy of the book mm-hmm. and we started to flip through it. And it made me realize just how much work I had done. It overwhelmed me. I said, my God, where did I do all of this stuff? <laughs> where, did all, where did it all come from? Yeah. Because it's, it's, I mean, until that moment, it's been in, in, in transparency form, in files, in books, in, in, in my cupboard. Right. So once I saw them printed out and pasted down, page after page after page, 150 pages, wow. of, of 300 images, I, it, that was, uh, I, it just overwhelmed me. I thought, my goodness, this is, this is me. This is who I am. This is all my, this is my life here, my legacy. I've been a busy guy. Well, let me ask you, what makes this book so special for you, and why are you so proud of the final publication? Uh, well, A, the, the visual of it. The, uh, when I first saw it, and it was only last week, you know, we went over I first saw it, I literally burst into tears <laughs> because it's, it, I, I just, it was overwhelming to me just yeah. finally to see it. it and it's, it, it, I, I just can't explain the feeling. It just, that, I just, they've done such a beautiful job. Every, they even, you know, there's a little, uh, in the book, there's a little cord that wraps around in a spinal. In a uh, spine. Yes. You know, and it, it's a color. You know, even that, I had to choose the color. There was about 20 different colors for that spine. And I'm going, is this, is this important? <laughs> well, you'll see about a quarter of an inch of it. And, every little detail. So that's what made it. That attention to detail is what made this book so remarkable to me. Yeah. The color of uh, backgrounds and the debossing, the, 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 the packaging, uh, everything was just. Yes, yeah, it, and it, you know, well, it's like your paintings, every detail matters, every stroke matters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a yeah. book, it's the same way. Is this the first book that you've produced? Uh, yes, it is, yeah. I've been in books. I was in, there was, there was a book on the Automotive Fine Arts Society. Okay, and yeah. we each had a chapter in that one, but this is my first All About Me book. Well, let me ask you this. Will there be another one, do you think? Well, they're already talking about it. Oh, okay. I mean, since since we put this book to bed, as it were, uh-huh. which was a few, few months ago, I've done about 12 different paintings since then, plus all the ones I did not include in the first one. So, yes, there's, it is quite possible. There's more to come. Well, that's absolutely that's great. Equal. Is there anything about the book that you wish you'd done a little differently? No. No? Not one thing. <laughs> I am 100% happy with every 
every layout, every page. There's nothing. There's not. I can't find one thing wrong with it. For a minute here, let's talk about, and it's probably very premature because the book has just come out, but let's talk about yeah. the concept of another book down the road. If you could see mm-hmm. into the future a little bit, I know that's difficult, yeah. but looking ahead, what would you do a little differently down the road with maybe the next book? That's a very good question because I haven't actually started to think about that. Obviously, I don't want to to be a, a repeat of the first one, as it were, but I can't think that it can't be anything but that because um, I think hopefully uh, the second book will show uh, I've been going in new directions lately. Mm-hmm. You know, it won't just be, it, it'll it'll be uh, probably a retrospective to begin with of some of the ones that weren't in the first book. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things I've done recently have taken a different direction. Wonderful. Yeah, there's one chapter in the book called All the Assorted Works and there's the strangest things in there. I'm doing a painting of my fridge, for God's sake. <laughs> there's, a, there's a painting of a fork. There's um, Very interesting. Uh, I know, I did a sketch in 1975 of Marilyn Monroe, which to this day still, I'm just ready to produce a second edition of prints of it. It sold very well. Wow. So it's So I've been going um, in just different areas, and I think that's what I want to show um, the next book to be not. I don't. I can't just. I don't paint cars for God's sake. I can do other things too. Yeah, <laughs> landscape. Just. Um, I'm. I'm a lover of pop art. I'm, I've been influenced. I've even done a couple of abstract paintings lately, which no is something kidding. that w- I know. I mean, I'm a realist painter. You know, I was always right. terrified of abstract art because you know, how, where do you start with abstract art? For sure. God's sake. Yeah. Well, so, um, but I was successful in doing three abstract paintings, to my mind, anyway, I like them. And it was devoid of any subject matter whatsoever. And that's the key, that's the point you have to get to with abstract art. Yeah. You start off, you, and who, who influenced you? What? And it, it comes from me, from all of these, maybe the 60s abstract expressionists or the abstract painters, being influenced by those guys and, and combining them and, you know, and then putting them all together and then making it mine after that. Well, you know, yeah, you've um, you've jumped ahead to a couple questions here. This is very interesting because I think you're reading my mind with these questions. Um, <laughs> you know, and that's okay because talk about getting into new areas. You've been painting so long. You look at the point yeah. in the life that you, of your life where you are now. And I love the fact that you're starting to delve into this these new areas, the idea of motion, yeah, yeah. the idea of abstract. What is driving you to push into those directions? Because I think I've explored my subject matter thoroughly. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody has painted the car in so many ways that I have. I have done the hubcaps, uh, interiors, uh, dashboards. You know, I have really worked... I, I'm not sure how much more I can say about the automobile, quite frankly. Even though I'm, I'm right now, I'm working on a painting of Highway 101 with some old 50s cars in it. So nice. maybe there's still, there's still. But I, I just want to look what else is inside me, and I know there's lots in there still. Wonderful. And I can't wait to see what it is. You know, it's just, and it's not. It, it, the nice thing about it is it's not um, driven by commerciality. I'm not saying that. I'll do a painting. I don't give a damn whether it sells or not. It doesn't matter because I have to do it. And it does. You're in in, it. Well, of course it does because it's a Harold Cleworth. But, you know, um, you talked a little bit also about being inspired by others. Who are some other artists, past or present, that have inspired you with your your style and Um, where you're going? Well, not so much. I've been. 
Well, as a teenager, I was uh, obsessed with Salvador Dali. Mm. Um, and uh, but in England, I, I wasn't really a painter as much as an illustrator, and my illustrations were affected by the way other people illustrated. I was always looking at other people's work and then sort of trying to emulate that, or just trying to get something. Uh, there was nothing coming out of me mm-hmm. until I moved to America, until I came to San Francisco. Right. And then I felt I was completely on my own because the Los Angeles at the time was artistically a barren wasteland in the 70s. There was nothing here. Mm. There was not even a museum but modern art. There was no art to speak of. So I was like, on my own, oh my God, this is scary. You know, what, <laughs> what, who can I look to, for God's sake? Yes. And because of that, my own style and my own way of working came out. Mm. I just sat there and started to paint realistically, uh, photographically. And I began to realize that that's just, this is the way I want to paint. And then realized later on that there were actually other artists doing the same thing. So it justified. I thought, what am I doing? Just reproducing photography here, you know? Mm-hmm. But I looked around and saw that uh, Richard Estes, for example, who was a realist painter from New York, who did shop windows. It validated my style, my the way of working, because I thought, well, other people do it too. So I, sure. I don't feel bad. <laughs> well, absolutely. So yeah, and yeah. it was very commercially viable as well because you were producing things that people actually wanted to buy and hang on their walls yes. which oh, of yeah, course yeah. is important in an artist's world yeah it's, a lot of people look at my work and say they know what they're looking at yeah yeah they recognize it yeah well i'm very intrigued to see some of this abstract work because i'm a big fan of abstract <laughs> art i always have been Me i can't too. i can't yeah. wait to see where you're going with this i know it was like uh it was it took a while uh because initially I thought, well, maybe I can do, if I bro- broke down realism to where it was somewhat abstract, to where when you looked at it, you weren't quite sure what you were looking at. And suddenly, and my, the fridge painting was a good example of that. People look at it and say, and they, some people look at it and they don't know what the hell it is, and other people see it straight away. Mm. It's just the door handles. Of it. So that was getting toward uh, abstraction, but it wasn't complete. It's still was a very real image, but done in a very abstract way. A work now, in progress. Uh, yeah, now it's now I'm uh, the, the ones I've done right now are just have no subject matter whatsoever. Mm. And I love it. Very cool, very cool. Well, Harold, up next is the last lap, but before we put the pedal to the metal, let's hear a word from our Cars Yeah sponsor. Have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology with reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are solid copper for maximum conductivity, and there's a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS emergency strobe. It's easily rechargeable with a USB outlet, and you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. All right, Harold, we're back and we're entering what I call the last lap. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? 
Finally. All right. What's the best book advice you received as you endeavored to produce this book of yours? Um, not really. I, I went to several bookstores myself, mm-hmm. and I looked at any of the thousands of books out there. I wanted to find something that stood out, that made a little, there was something different about it, because I'm a kind of different kind of guy. I wanted that. Uh, you know, most books are sort of landscape or, or portrait form. And I saw one book that was square, and I said, that's what I want. Ah. That, that's different. Uh-huh. That's I like the difference of that, you know. Yeah. Where you think, well, uh, wait a minute, you paint my paintings not square. I, I don't think I've ever done a square painting, but that didn't matter. That's the difference of that. I thought that will make my book stand out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Could you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your ability to complete this immense project? Yeah, discipline. Ah, yes. <laughs> just sit down and just do it. Don't wait for inspiration to show up. You know, just sit down and uh, in front of your drawing in your table, and it'll come. A lot of artists say, you know, they say, "Oh, well, I'm, I, I've been inspired today. What's your own damn fault? Get out there. You know, open your eyes. There's just tons of stuff like that to inspire you." Well, I'll tell you, uh, Harold, you were one of the first artists that appeared here on Cars, yeah, and you really started a trend here of artists that I've had on the show. Many, many. Painters, many friends of yours from the AFAS that appear oh, at yeah. Pebble Beach and other things. But that's one thing I've heard over and over from artists, and, and it works for any line of work. Is you just have to, of sit, you just have to sit down and do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of resources did you access while putting an artful life together? You talked about finding the right publisher. You had a great assistant that helped you. Were there any other yeah. resources that you uh, used to get this project done? None, except because I had everything I needed. I had my work, and uh, I had the publisher, and I had my assistant to do all the the technical stuff. That's all I needed. <laughs> and, and a lot of time and effort. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I have that. Now, is your book available right now today? Yes, you can actually order it uh, on Amazon. Okay, great, awesome. And you'll be at the Pebble Beach uh, show, so people will the book be available there as well? Or yes, is... um, I will have a copy there to show. I won't be able to actually sell them, okay. uh, but I will take orders because I can't show up with a stack of books. There, okay. you know, yeah, so that's kind of right. tough to do, exactly. It, yeah. Can people order the book directly from you and get an autographed copy? Uh, yes, they can do that. Um, they can, the best thing right now, anyway, uh, is to order it. Uh, on Amazon, and then maybe send it to me. I will eventually have some books myself. To sell. There are three uh, different books uh, available. The first one, I think, is about 60 bucks. Uh-huh. And then there's a uh, $100 book, which is going to be in like a, uh, an, a dark blue cardboard box with silver printing on the cover, a little extra something. I see. And then I believe there's going to be uh, one that's $300, which is, only going be, uh, which is going to be a signed number numbered edition in a wooden slipcover box. Wow. Uh, which I was. And those you can get directly from myself or the publisher. Okay, wonderful. Definitely. Great. I'm glad yeah. we covered that. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. All right, yeah. Harold, we're up to what I call the checkered flag. And if there's... <laughs> the last time I asked you this question had to do with your favorite car. We've already covered that. And, and I will say this. Harold was responsible for a very unique question here on Cars. Yeah, I used to ask people a different question about cars and he came up with an idea of if he was a car and i now call that the harold cleeworth question here on cars yeah (laughs) and i've had many many interesting 
introspective okay. responses from that. We always get a good chuckle, and I always think of you every time I ask that. But if That's there's great. if there's one singular message you would like your readers to get from looking at An Artful Life, this wonderful new book, what would that one message be? It would be just do what you love. Follow your dream. I'm a testament of some, I, I say that it sounds almost cliche now because I say it so many times, but I meet people, I go to my local pub in Venice and I meet people all the time there and I, people come up and talk to me and, and I always ask them what, they say, I, you know, I said, what do you do for a living? They'll tell me, I said, is that what you really want to do? And they say, well, no, I do. So what's your passion? What's your love? For God's sake, do that because mm-hmm. it's not about stuff. It's not about money. It's, achieving a level of contentment that you will uh, get from doing what you love. And I, I've known people who are multimillionaires who haven't achieved that yet. <laughs> yep, I think it's a great message. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. I love yeah. it. You used those words when you were uh, on my show here a year ago. They still they still resonate today, absolutely. It's good. And yeah, yeah, yeah well, that was yeah, absolutely yeah. wonderful. I, I have a tattoo on my arm that says, Art for Art's Sake. Mm. And uh, that's those are also words that I live by as well. Yeah, I, I paint for the sake of painting. Yes, well, and, uh, thank God somebody somebody buys it too. So it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we've we've uh, enjoyed your art all these years. Your book, an thank artful you, life, and artful life is all one word. It's a really fun play on words. Artful yeah. life. There's three L's in there. It's absolutely fantastic yeah. and. Harold, you've taken me on another great ride today. I've so enjoyed talking with you again. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. I want to thank you for sharing your journey and this new book, An Artful Life, with the Cars Yow listeners. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you head off into the sunset? <laughs> yeah, work hard and play hard. Work hard and play hard, yeah. <laughs> get a full day's work and then go out and get drunk at night. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with life. And I think you all can understand and listen to the joy in Harold's voice. He has certainly figured out the secret to life there. So, listeners, you can find links to everything Harold shared with you today at CarsYad.com. Just put Harold in the search bar. You can always go back and listen to his past show, show number 22, when we first met and talked here on Cars Yeah. We had some different questions then, but the same spirit and same joy is still there in his heart. Harold, I want to thank you for being so generous today with your time you and expertise. Welcome, well, you're welcome. And for sharing this new book, An Artful Life, yeah. with our listeners, please go get yourself a copy. Uh, ask for it for Christmas time, birthday, whatever. I think you're going to really love it. It's going to hold a special place on your shelf. Until we talk Great. again, I'll see you down the road. All right, Doc. I'll see you at Pebble Beach. You bet. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.